Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Over the weekend, I made a all Get Up Kids and Get Up Kids related things playlist. You did. I, I, you sent that link to me. <laughs> I really enjoyed doing that of just like picking a band and trying to like pull it all together because they have 25, 30 years of, of songs and like five or six side projects and stuff that I was including all of. Mm -hmm. So like it was it was a lot of fun. And I I put it out today and I'll put it out to you. Who is a band that you could do like a 10 to 15, not like their greatest hits, but like your version of their greatest hits? I'd say the weaker thans. That's a good one. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. You should you should do that one because I would like to have that one. Oh, I will send you that one. I mean, yeah. I feel like it would just be a lot of hits, but his hidden as a songwriter is a big deal for me. Two two cool. people said Warren Zevon. What is this gonna be Werewolves of London over and over again? Uh, he's actually great, which I, I only know because uh, probably two years ago, I just had a post of like, all right, I have time. I have a new long drive to work. Tell me what band I should like deep dive on and just like spend a couple days with. And again, a lot of people said Warren Zevon. And I did. Really? I, listened, I listened to four or five, six Warren Zevon records, and they are a lot of fun. I think you would actually like them too, the genre that they tend to fall in. I want to try Brian Eno at some point, but I also don't want to be insufferable. Is that like, you know what I mean? It is hard to do both. Yeah, right? <laughs> I I have one album of his. It's the David Byrne one. The My Life in the Ghost Bushes. <laughs> I know that's not what it is, but I, since I don't know what it is, I tried to be really wrong. Yeah, but, but like when, but when, when, I come, when you say it, I'm like, yeah, that works. That makes total sense. I, I'd buy that. <laughs> my, my honest attempt at it is My Life in the Bushes with Ghosts, but I'm not going to look it up. Anybody who wants to <laughs> call me on it, I do own it. I have a physical copy of it. I enjoy it sometimes on the right rainy day. <laughs> Ooh, that's another good one. Love like perfect rainy day records. That's a good vibe. I feel like when I do playlists, they're more vibey rather than like specific artists. You yeah, know what I, I, mean? I had a I had a rule with the Get Up Kids one where I was no ballads and no covers because their ballads and their covers are <laughs> rank high of my favorite Get Up Kids songs. Mm. But I'm trying to get yeah, it's, it's like it's your own version of like the Spotify presents so and so. Yeah, the, like, this is so and so playlist. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would, yeah, I would say the weaker than's pretty good. I could make a real, like, I, I mean, the, the playlist would be like for 11 people, but <laughs> I could make a mean, uh, real big fish playlist. Yeah. I could probably, I could probably like go to town on real big fish and come yeah. out with a great 15. We should do that. Do you want to like do rival real big fish playlists and All see right. who comes up with a better one? Let's for, for next week. We uh, will have the intro next week. We'll have competing Real Big Fish playlists that we'll go over, but you guys can see them all. We'll share them throughout the week and whatever. Deal. I all think right. like, this is a great bit. Cool. <laughs> We're having competing Real Big Fish offs. Uh, it's a it's a it's a fishing trip. Um, uh, but I, you know, this is a terrible segue. We had a great guest on this week. <laughs> It's really fun that we went through all of these music topics, and as soon as we got away from music, we looked for a segue. But we like, here um, we are. No, no going back now. So I'm going to take this one because uh, I I don't pull enough weight on this podcast. Um, 
uh, we had Mike Thresher from Get in the Garage on the show. What an awesome dude. He's so great. This was my first interaction with him. So Mike um, obviously does Get in the Garage. We've had Luke on the show before, and I've been on their show um, back in September. And, uh, and yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a rad dude. He's a cool thinker. Got a lot of he's like very into the Ramdas stuff, so it's oh, always nice. fun to like talk to him about that stuff. Uh, but super musically knowledgeable. Um, we it's so sometimes it's weird when like my friends will come and do things because like we've had Luke and we've had Sean um Johnson on the show, and they're like buddies of mine, but they do things outside of them yeah. just being my friend. Like my friend Damon, who is a accountant for Pepsi isn't gonna be on the show anytime soon i'm sorry david i would have welcomed him i want to know all about it but okay i get have, it i get it we have we have precedents to match we have precedents listen if he want, i'm trying to get him to come sing gang vocals on an album for me and he's like i don't know how to sing i was like it's gang vocals yes <laughs> do you know how to also be there <laughs> you can also be in a place you're yeah. fine <laughs> uh so mike um me and mike went to high school together and he was uh, i think in my sister's grade so like three years apart from me. Okay. Um, but yeah, always seemed like a really cool down to earth guy. And the more we talk, uh, the more I realize that we are the same person. It's it's very nice to find a kindred spirit. Um, and I wanted to have on the show because he has a new show that came out, I want to say like a month or so ago, maybe less than that, um, called What Works For You, where we get into that spiritual side of him cool uh it's it's actually pretty cool because it comes out on sunday and i was like are you in competition with church and he was like yes are you going one-on-one we're going straight one-on-one with church uh so i actually got to do that one after we had our phone call um so uh so that'll be up on sunday hold on the dog is crying iggy what you cool you want to talk about it so we had Mike. Mike was great. We were talking about things that made us uh, dumbfounded this week, which um, is funny because <laughs> I feel like me, me and him went hard on the like the political route. And, and then you were like, you got to yours. And I, I felt like you had a political thing and then realized that like, oh, we've we're all oh, let me just do this one real quick just to break yeah. it up. Going going last in this episode, it felt important to. uh <laughs> shift the topic a little bit <laughs> it's this episode for those um who like a good political comedy and also like yelling and shaking your fist at the sky this is the episode for you uh so you can see mike uh he's got some uh great a great instagram handle uh it's the bearded morrison on instagram uh because i believe his photo used to be like bearded jim morrison um, I, I've wondered every time I saw it pop up, I was like, this is none of your names. You're not called bearded. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can uh, check out his uh, podcast, Get in the Garage, um, which is yeah, look G- out for that one. That one's great. We should really like try to work with them or something. So it's a GITG podcast. And then his new show, uh, What Works For You, is WW4Y underscore podcast, which I believe is just a generic password that they give you when you run out of them. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he got his password and he was like, uh, let's just let's just try it. He's like, yeah, I fucking like that. <laughs> it's a backronym. <laughs> we'll make it work for him. Uh, but 
uh, everyone, please enjoy our chat with uh, Mike Thresher. Oh, it never got mentioned, but a little shout out, not to him, but to his baby, because his baby has the hardest name like ever. Have we talked about this on the show? I don't know. His baby's name is Leonidas Thresher. Holy crap. That kid's going places. Roll the episode, Dan. Pot on, because I'm in charge, baby. Oh, I was going to pot on. Okay, you pot on. I'll allow it. Pot uh, on. No, wait. Let me. I, I have to give you the paperwork. Oh, yes. Uh, pot on is now on loan. You, it is It is. Uh, uh, like it is featuring due to George Bruderman Records uh, at the bottom of the page when they have a, a thing. You take it away. Pod on. So, Mike, how are you? Hello. Good, guys. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. That seemed natural. Uh, <laughs> Good to be here. Thanks, boys. <laughs> I like your program. <laughs> I am drinking coffee. We're doing an early episode, Mike. You cannot do transatlantic accents. The funniest of accents. I can't help myself. <laughs> I really, really hope that the microphone picked up George's spit take so we can keep it in the episode. Because <laughs> nothing makes me laugh like a spit take. Like, I, I've written sketches before that are like the most nonsense and like the lowest drama. And then you react with like heavy, heavy spit takes <laughs> just over and over again for like the lightest drama. And I love, I love it. It's so fun. I love a good joke in a sketch where um, it's it's so bad. It's good. Like, I don't even want to laugh. I just want like a. Oh, fuck you. Like, that's yeah. what I want. I, I write a lot of sketches that the joke is like, isn't it weird that there's a sketch about this? <laughs> the jokes aren't in the sketch. <laughs> I like to think the one that I did the other day on Facebook where I said, I, I feel like that saying you're welcome when someone does you a favor was a trap made by vampires to get you to let them into their home. <laughs> that is pretty good. It's not good. It's dumb. No one thinks of you like you are welcome. And then a vampire would be like, that's an invitation. Yeah. <laughs> also, vampires aren't real. Oh, now, now <laughs> we're going to have an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows. So uh, for uh, people listening at home, Mike uh, is a host of Get in the Garage. Uh, we've had Luke on the show before. And also because it's Get in the Garage, uh, me and Mike went to the same high school and Woo. lived in the same town that was full of vampires. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one might say. Vampires. <laughs> so yes. Vampires, maybe. Yeah, we had, mall, we had mall vamps and in the 1800s, a couple of like tuberculosis vampires. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Didn't you know that's a symptom of tuberculosis? Vampirism is. Yeah, that. everyone knows that. And fear of garlic. Come on, everyone. Knows. Yeah, we're far too milk toast to have like full Italians using garlic in Jewett City, Connecticut. <laughs> I'm just picturing someone like, oh, I got my TB shot. I can have garlic again. <laughs> that's suspicious. I yeah, I would say maybe. I mean. We're Greek, so that's close, I guess. Yeah, you guys, you guys got some spice. Yeah, uh, I remember, like in 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 Norwich, they had that big like Greek festival. Oh, growing yeah, up as a kid, Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Church, Norwich, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the youth would, dancers. <laughs> I would like my mom, who was like a, a she had an insurance agency in Norwich on uh, what was it like West Town Street near like where Norwich Music Center was, uh, and. Uh, 
and yeah, like we knew it was the Greek festival because she would just come home with like full to go containers of baklava that we could just see like how long it could last in the fridge, which was not long at all because <laughs> we would just devour it. So good. I miss I miss festivals. I miss going out. I miss, yeah, I just going to places. Oh, you guys remember places? Yeah, just being out in Philly and being like, oh, I guess there's a street festival here today. <laughs> like it doesn't happen anymore. Although it did happen on my block once during pandemic, but. <laughs> and you're like, go inside. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe we don't need to be dancing to weird Beatles remixes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, what was the, do you, Dan, do you remember the church that's like, I think it's right before Washington, maybe like 11th in Washington. There's like a photo of a guy. It might be like a Russian Orthodox church on it. Like they, like the sting. It's not Jesus. It's a different guy. <laughs> Uh, if you're asking me if I know the name of a church, there is zero chance I'm going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. I don't know what I'm talking about then. Uh, but you know what I'm dumbfounded about? How many churches there are around Philadelphia? Mike, <laughs> what, what's making you feel dumbfounded? Huh? Way to go. <laughs> I did it this week, Dan. Proud of you. <laughs> I did it. Speaking of natural sounding intros. Uh, yeah um i was trying to think of like things that made me feel a bit dumbfounded i came up with kind of two things they sort of tie together they're kind of it's like two in the same or whatever but like you know i i was i was george you know i i, I was kind of talking to you a little bit earlier before we were talking it out before yeah, the show. I was kind of like what's off limits, what's not off limits i like to think that we kind of the three of us just from listening to your podcast and stuff the three of us you know i kind of hang on your side of the your wing if you will wink wink so mm-hmm. Wing <laughs> yeah. listen man no um I, I'll, I'll say like for me it was like it all happened in the same it kind of happened in the same week so like i was driving up the i was driving uh to like run to the grocery store or something like you know uh i want to say like maybe late december early january and i saw a flag like a trump flag that said fuck your feelings on it <laughs> yeah that's the yeah, can flag I just, of our you show want to talk about dumbfounded i was like gee oh my like i don't know man it just completely shocked me i was like how how is that you know what i'm saying it's like you're like they're like we yeah. preach decency but fuck yeah. your feelings like, what the fuck? <laughs> i mean we're three good wholesome boys i i can't picture a world where i'm running around just like cursing out in public <laughs> like I'll Dude, curse like everywhere with my friends. Like I'm just gonna fly a flag that's like "fuck you." <laughs> yeah, like I don't see how that's unifying in any way. But you know, I mean, that's just my. What do I? It's up? not about unification. It's about taking it back. You know, like that's the. I'm just a soy boy. You know. I'm yeah. Yeah, you're just uh, that. Wait, Mike. Do you are you aware of a YouTube page where the guy looks just like you? No, I didn't. Did, did you know this was a thing? <laughs> This is a thing because I, I've it, once you said soy boy, he did a whole video on soy boy. It's called Internet Comment Etiquette, and there's a gentleman who looks exactly like you that talks about how to make proper internet comments Dude. on YouTube videos. And he like, like if you go back, like obviously, uh, 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 um, quarantine has not been kind to him because now he's just like full beard, long hair, like you a couple years All ago. Right. <laughs> yeah that's you're just talking about me in 2015 that's all I got. yeah 2015 mike thresher he's caught yeah. up finally but no and he did a whole episode on soy boys where he was just reviewing people's videos about how like soy is making the men the weaker sex 
And I was like, damn, Mike's doing well for himself. But it, yeah, you should look at him. He yeah. looks just like you. But yeah, this was going to be our, our trap. We were backing you into the wall to be like, you're the soy boy guy, aren't you? <laughs> no, listen, listen. I'm allergic <laughs> to soy. I don't like Adamame. Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> How do they feel about almond milk? Uh, don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love almond milk. It's bad for the environment, according to the good place, but it's good. Yeah, it's it's really it's rough. It's rough on the water supply for the state of California. But you know, what can you do? Very much so. Yeah. What's the name of that family? There's like a family that like owns all the water in California and they own like Palm Wonderful and pistachios, which are like super thirsty plants. So they use all their water rights to do that while like people have really? no water down in LA. So far, George, you've asked me three questions that there is <laughs> zero chance I would ever know. And you put it out like, oh yeah, everyone knows you this know, family yeah. that owns all the water in California, right? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Just means that I'm smarter than you. Uh, <laughs> this is all the stuff you get from watching YouTube. I don't watch YouTube. I don't know how to. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> well, there was a, there was there were several years where I didn't have cable. I had YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So to steer to steer the ship back, like yeah, Mike, please host our show. Someone has to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like so in that same week, right? Not only do I see this flag, but then I start not feeling good. George and I were actually talking around this time. Yes, we were dating. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we were da- well, cute. I mean. <laughs> Don't tell Jade. She's still mad at me, like, for farting in her living room when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> you made her mad one day in 2005, and she just can't let it go. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember, I distinctly remember it was the first time. So uh, Luke's, uh, Luke is the co-host of uh, Get in the Garage, and Mike is married to his older sister. So when I was a little kid hanging out at Luke's house, we would like go have band practice, which was just us watching Rocky Horror Picture Show in the trailer because uh, Ian was allergic to cats. So we had to like hide out in the other like offshoot of the house. Um, And I slept on the couch. And the first thing I remember waking up to was Jade walking out of her bedroom going, ugh, it smells like boy. And then walking back into her room. (laughs) Yeah, she's still just as warm, George. (laughs) <laughs> just as warm as, as i think you remember her to be yeah so so you uh you were you're were queuing in that you weren't yeah, so feeling like, very so, well. like pretty much in this same week man like it was like it was i wasn't feeling well and then the day that i found out i had covid the the capital was stormed and i was like like watching it happen in real time and i'm sitting there like first of all am i, am I watching a civil war just kind of like start happening it's just on tv it's happening that's and i'm like wait a minute the revolution's not supposed to be televised this is clearly televised something's wrong that's not how this goes no and then you get you get uh uh what's his name uh with the with like the the weird fur cap and the and the bullhorn oh the QAnon shaman yeah and i'm just like this what? is this is our new leader? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Government informant QAnon shaman? How? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. And like the fact that like, did you, I don't know if you guys had seen, if you've, if you've researched it, because me being like, I just had to, because I'm just like this fucking guy. So like I went and I, and I looked it up and there was like a weird interview with him from like a year ago. And he's just going off the rails with the crazy conspiracy, like theories and everything. And it's just like, 
Listen, man, I enjoy a good conspiracy theory. You know, I enjoy it. It's fun. You yeah. know, birds, maybe birds aren't real. I don't know. Yeah, I heard giraffes are fake, and I was like, okay. <laughs> this is a conspiracy I can get behind. <laughs> I get right? that. Um, but no, it's it's like, I don't know, man. I, I, dumbfounded, I think, is the perfect word for it. Because I'm like, this is what people are seeing. This is what oh, yeah. every, like, I have cousins that live in Greece, man. And the last time I went to Greece, they're like, what's wrong with you people? Like, you guys just yeah. buy guns at the gas station and and I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, my, I remember my my brother went on his honeymoon like at the beginning of the uh, Trump administration and he went to Europe and went to all these different places around Europe. And he said there was a lot of like apologizing and like, yeah, we get it. Like, we're not on their side. Like you had to kind of like confirm to people in different countries that like we're not that America. There was a couple days because we I flew into Aruba on the day of the inauguration. Do you regret coming back? I do. I thought I wasn't going to have to. I was like, this is the best day to fly out because if I don't have to come back, I'm stuck in Aruba. <laughs> like that's the best situation. Um, but there was like an older couple sitting next to me and I said, hi, how are you? And I sat in my seat and stuff and they were watching the inauguration and I was hoping they were like hate watching it. And then like, as Trump was speaking, this is when he was, look like sworn in and like the wife like squeezed her husband's hand and looked at him lovingly I was like we did it like and I like my full body language just turned and it was just like we don't need to hang out I got a couple podcasts I gotta go through on this flight it's it's like I thought like traveling around in Aruba and stuff that people would come up but like everyone there is a tourist. So me and my sister wound up just lying <laughs> and saying that, oh yeah, we're Canadian. <laughs> like we're just, we're from Canada. Isn't that sad though, man? Isn't it sad that you have to kind of like, you have to go, like anytime you're, you're talking to or interacting with like strangers or even people like like you said, like in different countries and stuff, you ha- you, you kind of have to be like, oh shit, like I'm the American in this situation. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. the, and it shouldn't, didn't have to feel that way man like i don't think you should have to feel yeah. that way but the problem is is that yeah you get fucking paul bunyan out there with the with the hat and the horns and you know looking all crazy and I, I i i like i heard that thing like did you see that thing they like interviewed his mom and she's like he's gonna starve in there he can only eat organic foods or yeah. else he you know he has he gets sick and all this and i'm like maybe you should have thought of that before you from the capital bro you think they should no they should gruel in jail have yeah, like, they're not. The, the judge ruled that he has to. Yeah, they have to have organic food for him. The judge ruled that like they have to feed him organic food. Oh, I ended up ruling it. Yeah, which is like I at least yeah. there are some progressive ideals that are making their way through the court system. Like a part of me is like, okay, yeah, give him his fucking organic food, but. I, he doesn't deserve it. Like you shouldn't say like no one deserves something that they need if they're like, I don't know. A part of me is like, if he genuinely needs organic food, absolutely you should give him organic food because that's an important thing. And like, listen, we're not monsters, right? We're not like bread and water, you know? But at the same time, if this is like, I have a gluten allergy and you're just trying to like drop a couple pounds. No, you eat the gruel. My, my general stance on all of it is that all pr- prisons should be like Paddington 2 after Paddington shows up in jail. But cue the marker episode, what, f- 50 that we got another Paddington reference? Okay. Just it's been sure. a minute, so I had to make sure we got it back on track. But <laughs> like, in, in that movie, everyone eats well. They all make their own food. And like 
prison reform is giving people responsibility for themselves and give them things to do when they're in prison and everybody becomes better people. And I generally think that's how that would go for most people who are in prison. But then I look at this guy and I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) I I want all of those reforms, but like, uh. (laughs) that's exactly where I'm at. I like, um, I, I a hundred percent think that the qual like, you know what I mean? There's still people in, in prison, man. Like, you know, you gotta, you got, you have to have compassion. You have to have empathy for people. Like, you know, you have to believe that people can get better and improve themselves and self-betterment and all that stuff. All I'm saying is, is that there's a difference between being like a young African-American man who's born into poverty and like has a rough go at it and ends up resorting to maybe something that's not a hundred percent lawful just to try to survive. And Mm -hmm. this dude wearing horns being, and like believing in like this higher calling that it's been bestowed upon him, the responsibility to restore order in the cat. Like those are two different things, man. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Could you imagine storming the capital of, of not, not just America, which is supposed to be very secure and like whatever, storming the capital of any country, then going to jail in that country and having the nerve to ask for stuff. Yeah, right. Like, They're like, this is my demands. What? And you're like, you don't get demands. What is this? <laughs> okay. uh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's insane. Okay, <laughs> bro, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you know what it is? I feel like it's that scene from the movie Hot Rod where they're going through their plan and then all of a sudden they're just talking to that homeless guy <laughs> at the back of by the dumpster and he's just like, and we also need to find more bottles for recycling. Yes. And then it's like, guys, what are you talking about? That's like QAnon shamans thing where like they have all these demands of like, we're going to take our country back. They stole this election from us. And also we're going to have some organic yeah. foods. And everyone's just like, you're pulling attention because you look yeah, the craziest. Right. <laughs> right, right. He's like, what do you mean they don't have kombucha in jail? Oh, my God. If I, if I don't call an album Toilet Kombucha, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Spit right. number two. Um, <laughs> I spit all over my computer, too. Um. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink for the second half of this episode, so maybe I can get one in, too. I'm, I'm very jealous that I haven't had one yet. <laughs> my my uh, two favorite things, Dan, my two favorite things in the world are spit takes and breaking glass. So, like, if we can get that second one in this episode, <laughs> that'll be really special for me. Luckily, due to um, uh, uh, video evidence from the riots uh, at the Capitol, we know that the windows of the Capitol are not sugar glass. They're actually incredibly hard yeah. to break down, but <laughs> but breakable. But breakable. If you have a riot shield, a bullhorn, and the strength of uh, fucking delusion behind you, yeah. you too can break a window at the Capitol. That's the scariest part, though, man, is it's like there's there's a level behind like behind it all that this is kind of like a religious, you know what I mean? Like that was like a religious experience for some yeah. of these people. They're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You could see it behind their eyes where they were like, like the, like she became a meme, but like what Debbie from Knoxville that like got pepper sprayed and she's crying. She's like, I don't understand. Oh, wait. And then she took the, she took the onion, that lady. Oh, is that it? I, I don't saw know. I saw one. Yeah, the lady, yeah. The, she, she was holding an onion in her hand and she's sitting there like, we got, it's probably the same thing, man. I bet you it's the same. Yeah, I, I think the video you're talking about, the extended version of that video is this video. Yeah, because she walks away and she she's has an onion, an onion in her hand where so clearly she was like messing her own eyes up to act like yeah. pepper spray. Yeah, it was weird. 
Oh my god! I thought she was just a crazy delusional lady that was like, "We're trying to well, storm the capital." She's also well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she's also rubbing an onion. What? <sighs> I am dumbfounded. <laughs> I mean, while while more comfortable than pepper spray, can't be that much more comfortable than pepper spray. <laughs> like, and like, what would you gonna hope? Like, you just look like an idiot. You're not gonna stir up uh you know like goodwill towards you like oh well, she got pepper sprayed or like like the the thought that went into that of like oh i'm gonna hold an onion to my eye to look like i got pepper spray to gain some sympathy for our cause to feel like the victim yeah, so i mean that video would then go viral and then it start a whole wave of like well maybe all these people aren't all that bad like that that's the problem it starts but wait i because when i saw that video i went look at this asshole i never once thought like oh let's stir up some emotion here like i figured that lady was just insane she's also of the numbers of people who were like but we're white this isn't supposed to happen to us oh yeah that is true (laughs) (laughs) strange times man strange times so yeah for me that i definitely could say i think that dumbfound is like the perfect word for yeah i feel like Mike, your January is like <laughs> dumbfounded was the word of the month where you're just Dude, like, it was, yeah, man, it definitely fuck your feelings flag. You get COVID and then the capital gets stormed. Yeah. <laughs> and all I can do is just cry. Yeah. Just weep. Just like, why is it all happening right now? <laughs> Over. And then you take your onion down and you go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then I post a conspiracy theory. You got to. Jewish space lasers, which you learned oh, about today. Oh, you gotta today. be careful around those. I did not know about the Jewish space lasers. That was very scary. Let's let's roll into commercial, right? Because we're about that time. Yeah, we're about, about uh, a break. Okay, let's do that, and then I'll come back because I think that's my dumbfounded. Is uh, uh, let's ooh, let's preempt the like when we're back from our break, we're gonna talk about Marjorie Taylor Green. Okay. <laughs> we're <laughs> such a professional show. <laughs> friends and weirdos i'm meg and i'm Alyssa, and we're the hosts over at the podcast real chills do you love the unexplained do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night if so real chills podcast is for you the best part is all our stories are true you can check us out on spotify and if you have a story you'd like to share email us at realchillspodcast at gmail.com Uh, we are we are back from break. Um, we we hinted at a little. I hope you enjoyed those ads. I read all of them, probably. Uh, most likely. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> Make sure to do any of the ads that I have not read for that, please. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you're like, yep, that's what I do. That's why I'm here. Uh, so we were talking about dumbfounded in connection with what uh, Mike was talking about. Um, I, Mike was texting me before the show because, you know, everyone gets, you know, like, I just want to make sure it's okay to talk about this. You know, I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get out of step here. And Mike, you had no idea about uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, apparently none whatsoever. So she is a congresswoman from uh, the northwest of Georgia, which is uh, right around where my mom lives in North Carolina. Uh, she lives just over the border. In fact, when she needs to go get something from the Super Walmart, she crossed the border into Clayton to go to the Clayton Super Walmart. Uh, she's from Long Island, but she picked up the accent. I don't know why. Uh, but 
this woman has uh, uh, perpetuated these uh, uh, conspiracy theories of, I think the most atrocious one is that she harassed while filming, um, his name's David Hogg. He was one of the survivors of the Parkland shooting and just followed him around as a, I believe a minor uh, screaming that he's a coward and how dare he fake all of this. Um, she had, she proposed a theory that, um, a Jewish space laser started the California wildfires. She's a big QAnon person and she was elected to a, uh, high office of this country. And that shocks, like, I know politicians are mostly evil. <laughs> yeah, right? I understand that, but how, like, I, you know what? I should say how. Because I lived in that area of North Carolina. People would come up from Georgia into this, to the area of North Carolina. It's like, I know these people. I know these people that have these thoughts and just see it on Facebook and take it as fact. So like, I understand how, I just didn't realize how many could vote someone into office. Yeah, at the same time, Georgia was turning blue. They were also doing this. Yeah, that's another incredible thing, Georgia, is a blue state on the map because of an overwhelming amount of black voters turning out and changing a state that what hasn't been blue since I, I was it Carter. It's been decades at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just uh, shocking. And then also when you head just a little bit North of Atlanta, like that's the forethought of Jewish space lasers is your immediate first impression. Are you insane? I mean, one, of, one of the first things she got to do that, that you left off your list there was like basically right after she was sworn in was the the raid on the Capitol and she was calling for the death of Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> which yes. I don't love Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. I think she's kind of a terrible person. But when you're calling for the death of your coworker, that feels bad, right? Yeah, maybe don't wish like, listen, if. Uh, if Mike, who works for an unnamed Texas chip company, said down with whoever invented Fritos, uh, yeah, right. uh, he'd be fired on the spot. <laughs> he would also be kicked <laughs> off this show. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he was worried about when he cleared yeah, yeah. we could talk about the Capitol yeah. riot earlier. Fritos <laughs> forever. <laughs> oh, dude. Honey barbecue twisty I, Fritos. Though. I had the, the chili cheese Fritos. They, they come in those like variety packs where like you get all the different bags of chips in them and they only have one bag. Yeah. Luke's family works for Frito-Lay. I think I know like that's what we <laughs> ate at Pantrax. Yeah, they, they have one bag it of Frito chili cheese Fritos or whatever in every one of those bags. And it's only one. And I'm so disappointed because it's the first bag I pull out. It's the best one they have. And then it's just gone until I eat all of these other bags of chips. I have to get through the whole bag before I can buy a new bag. Mike, work on that. Uh, yeah, I'll get right on that, guys. Put at least two in there. Thank you. <laughs> we don't make we don't make those Fritos at our facility. We only make honey barbecue twists and scoops. Oh well, I mean scoops are also pretty good. They're a very a variation on the, the main theme. I get it, but like pretty good. So wait, what's killingly got against chili cheese Fritos? A little too spicy for up there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too spicy. It's a little too spicy. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I I that's my least favorite area to work in the factory. Those machines are very very notoriously difficult to operate. Really? Just the hose fills <laughs> no, up. No, with no, stuff? no. Well, I don't work in the kitchen. <laughs> I work in in like packaging. But yeah, it's like it's where what I do is where the chips meet the bag and where the bag meets the box. 
do you get to steal chips from this unnamed chip manufacturer that we mentioned before that I've clearly named a couple times since? <laughs> it's all it's all yeah. a red herring. He yeah, works yeah, for yeah. Pringles. No, Deep River uh, Chips, actually. <laughs> is where I work, where... Oh, I know Deep River. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have I have a friend who lives in or lived in Deep River and I would be up there all the time and then I would see the chips and I'd be like, is this your Deep River? And he's like, yep, that's us. That's us. <laughs> but yeah, space, uh, 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 Jewish space lasers. Speaking of chips, Jewish space lasers. Jewish space lasers, man. Do you yeah. think the sun yeah. is a Jewish space yeah. laser? Obviously. Yes. <laughs> and, and more more important question, are there space lasers? We have Starfleet now. Thanks, Trump. Reagan wanted to make the whole Star Wars thing. I'm not calling it Space Force. Yeah, he wanted to make Star Wars. And then and then when we do get a space program, Trump makes it the Star Trek logo instead. <laughs> Just yeah, right. <laughs> Just a flat fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the the era that we live in where the president's like, I want to put like some protection in space, which, you know, good idea, bad idea. Who knows? Not a, not a across the board, terrible idea. And then people are like, I'm going to make four TV shows about space forces. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, there was an influx of those, wasn't there? What's the, the Steve, uh, the Steve Carell one. Yeah. yeah the that- Steve Carell one. There was a John C. Riley one. There was uh, some, I think that was Moonbase something or other. There, there was another one out there that I think was a drama. Wasn't there one that was like Hugh Laurie? That's Avenue Five. It was a like a space tour ship, like a cruise ship, but in space. That yeah, that's the one I'm gets, like about. knocked off course and is incredibly hard to watch. It was just the whole time. It's funny. The jokes are good, but it is hard to watch. <laughs> You're like, look at all these <laughs> real live human beings stranded in space, and that is anxiety cues for me. Terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So like, that's what we got. That's what we get, and then we elect people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, I, I think my issue is that I've been recently learning about um, he is uh, the senator. What is the term? Uh, I, I want to say it's like Senator Tempora, but that's not <laughs> he's right. He's fried, just a little crispy. <laughs> he's a little crispy, uh, but he's the one. He's third in line for the president. Uh, he's uh, his name's Senator Leahy. Uh, he's third in line for the president. He's also overseeing the impeachment trials. And I think I love him. Uh, not for not for like, oh, he's really progressive. He shares my views. He's just a cute old man. He's the longest serving senator from what I understand. And he has been in the last six Batman movies. I was going to say, is he the Batman senator? Because I love that guy. He's the Batman what? senator. How do Mike, I not know this? this? This is cute. This is really, there's two cute things about this senator that I love. One, he's this old man who's been in the last six Batman movies, like he was in the Clune Dog Batman. Uh, and the reason why he's in all these movies is because he donates any money that he makes from the movie to a local library in Vermont that he grew up going to to read Batman comics. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. Adorable. That's what I love about this guy. Oh. And now he's overseeing the impeachment trial. Uh, but then there's this another thing that I recently learned. I, it just happened to come up. I was listening to a podcast about lake monsters, and they were talking about uh, Champ, who's like Lake Champlain's... Yeah, uh, Champ, man. Champ. Uh, lake Champlain's like Loch Ness Monster, right? Um, Senator Leahy snuck a thing into a bill 
that says that like it's just in the middle of like some budget bill that he just slipped in because no one's gonna read it that champ is a resident of vermont and not new york <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god like he just like put it there just to be like no no one's gonna notice and that's he's like ours saying now. like nessie is uh, irish <laughs> yeah like it's the same thing when they were having arguments about ellis island where half they, they they settled on like half of ellis island is in new jersey and then the side that has the statue of liberty on it uh is uh new york uh but what was it i think it was i think it was giuliani who he's the uh, whole show on his own. Um, he uh, he would like complained that was like, my family didn't come over here just so they could immigrate to New Jersey. And then everyone in New Jersey lost their goddamn. I think that's when yeah, like people right. just started to hate hey, yeah, yeah, Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> hey, take it easy, Giuliani. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, so they had to like separate it. And then that's what the, that was a compromise. But Jim Leahy, I think his name is Jim. No, I think it's the character from, yeah, Patrick Leahy. Patrick, yeah. Jim Leahy's from Trailer Park, Park Boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick Leahy uh, just snuck it into a budget bill and it was like, <laughs> like he does cute shit. And like, while I understand that the government does, like, it's there for a reason, I'm not quite sold on it, but I know it's there for important things. I miss the days where you like it was news to have cute shit like that. That like, oh, Senator Leahy is in trouble for sneaking a cryptid into a spending bill. More at six. <laughs> like I miss news like that, and not uh, this woman is not allowed to speak in Congress for six months because she perpetuates lies about space lasers. God. Yeah, it's crazy how like so like so much of this stuff. So many of these conspiracies are just like so normalized now like i'll mm -hmm. talk like you know, what's crazy is is like sometimes you know every once in a while if i mean if you've lived in connecticut i mean i'm sure it happens elsewhere but every once in a while you know if you're a semi-friendly person and you're like you know you're like in line at walmart or something like that and it just so happens that the person behind you is just like hey let's have a conversation even though i don't know you like it always at like especially around here it's always like the 40 something year old white lady who all of a sudden mm -hmm. is just like did you hear about those pizza restaurants? Do you know what they're doing at these people? Like, you're, like, you're like, lady, I just like, I'm just, I'm just trying to buy oranges. Like, can you just yeah. leave me alone? Like, I don't want to have this conversation with you, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I remember the, the days when it was like, when the conspiracy theory thing was kind of like a fun thing that you and your buddies always joked around about. Cause you watched zeitgeist and you used to take, you were just like taking bong rips, watching early, <laughs> early Alex Jones. And you were just going crazy. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, remember when Alex Jones was just the guy in the background of Scanner Darkly, and you're like, oh, that guy can't be real. <laughs> Dude, it's just, but that's what I mean, though. It's like all this stuff is so normalized yeah. now. Like every, everybody knows about conspiracies. Everybody, everybody thinks that everything's a conspiracy and all that stuff. And it's just like. Mm -hmm. I am worried that uh, my dad is going to make the flip like he's just on the verge because he's into very fun conspiracy theories we've talked about it before probably early on in the show but like the first time casey met my dad he like we walked up he was like oh hi you must be casey it's so nice to see you meet you this is great uh was traffic okay was everything okay and 
Casey was like, yeah, it was fine. It was weird. There was only fog when we were driving through Brooklyn because my dad lives out on Long Island. There's only fog in Brooklyn, but nowhere in the city over the George Washington Bridge. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's because uh, they put w- tablets in the river to turn into gas and change people's brain chemistries. Anyway, do you guys want a beer? <laughs> like, that's a fun conspiracy theory because obviously it's not true. Yeah. Or, and then later on in the show, he was trying to explain to us that there are biblical giants killing U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. Like they wrote about them in the Bible. And now there's these giant redheaded giants that still live in the mountains of Afghanistan. And like have fun believe in a world where like that fun stuff like that could exist yeah i understand that but don't like they're so commonplace where you just blindly accept the most absurd conspiracy like it used to just be that like oh yeah cubans killed jfk or like yep it was like lyndon b johnson killed jfk like it used to just be about jfk (laughs) it was always something about jfk (laughs) it was just jfk yeah but see, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I love JFK, JFK conspiracies. I'm just going to say that. What's that? Secret Service killed JFK on accident. Yeah, I, I like that theory. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite yeah. theory. Have you ever heard about that one, Mike? Uh, no, that one I have not heard about, no. That was accidental assassination? It was accidental assassination. The theory is that... Oh, God, fucking Bill killed JFK. What the hell? Sorry, <laughs> right, guys. The, the Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> shots happened, but those weren't successful hits, or like one of them was, and then... The Secret Service agent hearing the shot and reacting just accidentally fired his gun and shot the president. <laughs> yeah, because they were they had like gone through like a whole press tour. So when they got to Houston, uh, they went out for drinks and didn't get back to their hotel rooms until five. And the parade started at seven. So a hungover, overly tired Secret Service member shot the president in the back of the head on accident. Also, Dallas. Dallas, I'm sorry. Texas doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> Tell them I've been that. To Austin, I, I've been to Austin once. It was fine. I was there. I was there once. I was there for less than 24 hours. And then I left. I went there I for a, a bachelor party. <laughs> I went there for a bachelor party. It was the coldest recorded weekend in Texas history of the last hundred years. Oh, you brought it with the you. Heat did, yeah. The heat did not work in the Airbnb because it's Texas. They forgot to have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we spent most of the trip hunkered down watching like rom-com movies in this Airbnb, like huddled in blankets. And then we went to the Alamo. So I've been to San Antonio and that place, like I I remember the Alamo being about something when I was there. I lost information about the Alamo after taking the tour. I have no idea what that <laughs> thing is for anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway, maybe it's that, it's that, I am dumbfounded by the extreme, the extreme extremity. Well, that's like appendages, the extremeness of conspiracy theories these days. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it bums me out that they can't just be fun anymore. Yeah. So many people took them seriously. They're like, even all the QAnon stuff, if, if it was just fun, it would be fun. But so many people took it to such an extreme that like, this can't be fun anymore. Yeah. Um, what's the, uh, there's a Kyle Kinane joke where he's like, he talks about how conspiracy theories, like people, like he can't compete with conspiracy theories anymore. Cause someone will come in and be like, do you know that there's pizza restaurants running a child ring underneath, like through this network of pizza places? Oh, he goes, oh, speaking of that, that place on, on, uh, 
I think it was the day that Biden was declared the winner. My friends who live in DC went there and got pizza from that place. <laughs> oh, good job. Excellent. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, there's this pizza place that runs child sex trafficking ring. And then Kyle Kinane's joke is like, yeah. And also I think that they purposely make Trader Joe's parking lots too small. So you can't actually shop there. And it seems more inclusive and you have to go wait in line to go bark at the Trader Joe's. And it's like, that's a fun conspiracy theory. That's the conspiracy theory that I want. Yeah, I, I buy that also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, what about you? Anything that dumbfounded? Um, Oh, actually, before we jump into mine, I want to jump back to to fun Senator Bills just for the sake of being mm -hmm. fun. A couple fun. A couple weeks ago. Because this episode's been heavy. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago, um, Shaquille O'Neal, one of my favorite people in the entire world for- The famous Irish actor. Yes. <laughs> he, he was going at Donovan Mitchell about how he's just like never going to be a good player. He plays for Utah, Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. And- he was he was like in an interview with Donovan Mitchell was like how come you just you're just never going to be a next level elite player and like going at him and like doing all this stuff and Donovan Mitchell is a like classically great dude like he does all of the community stuff and he's a very good player and like the uh, senator from Utah put in this bill just absolutely just blasted Shaq and was like how dare you <laughs> they senator of Utah. I forget her name. Oh, I, I had I had it a little wrong. She's a House representative. Her name House was Kara Berkland. And she is the main sponsor of the bill called House Resolution Honoring Donovan Mitchell over Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the the thing that dumbfounds me, um, we actually kind of touched on it a little bit with Jewish space lasers, but just Ooh. space. Space is absolutely <laughs> insane to me. I don't, I cannot wrap my head around it. I, I understand it in like the theory sense. And I've read a lot about like scientific theory of how space works, but all of it is just so dumbfounding. I don't know what to do with any space information. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> like, I don't understand what to do with this information. What do you mean it's going to take four days to get to the moon? It's right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just saw a, a post the other day. I think it was a, an older post, but I just watched, I just saw it. But it was like, it would take you 106 years driving straight at 100 miles an hour to reach the moon. Or not the moon, the sun. And like, what? <laughs> Dan, what people don't see is that your camera is off, so it's just audio. So the timing of that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like what's like the fact that when we see in, in school, uh, like the solar system, our solar system, um, and the planets are all close together and stuff, and they are put on a mobile and stuff. Like, I think maybe it teaches us, like we see the planets so we know like okay there's planets we see them there's a history behind finding them with astrology uh or astronomy or whatever it is space science astrology uh, is the bad one yeah well no don't tell that because casey's into it uh <laughs> i asked her what's what's more uh important your zodiac sign or which member of sex in the city are you and she was like i don't watch sex in the city so astrology sign uh, i'll probably say astrology also <laughs> i don't know 
or I guess like what friends character do you most associate with? I feel like that's an important question. I'm a Chandler. I care about that deeply. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a Chandler, but I'm, I'm probably too neurotic. I'm probably a Monica. Anyway, <laughs> you're probably a Rachel. I am definitely a Rachel. I'm cute. <laughs> You've had the same haircut for a really long time. For a really long time. <laughs> Roughly. I think I'm going on like six years now. Uh, I should have like a hair anniversary. Space, uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Anyway, space. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like no one talks about the fucking asteroid belt between Mars and Saturn or whatever it right? is. If that makes the mobile, it's just like a little strip of paper that's like, oh, right, here's a little dangerous. Yeah, it's like, no, there's this threatening wall of rocks space rocks and the fact that we're like oh yeah we can try to get through that no don't bother trying to get through it. like stop going to sp- I, I i guess i'm excited to see what we find but i'm also like don't i i have this thing don't where the bear where and even like a, a pre-wally thing i i personify robots a little bit <laughs> okay yeah that so makes sense yeah you, you have all these like drones and and like modules that they're sending out to like jupiter and saturn and like going out there and like all these little little robot things are like traversing this incredibly dangerous terrain that like no human would ever dream of going through and we're just like ah go ahead little buddy good luck (laughs) hope you make it (laughs) it's for science at the uh at the supermarket they have those like cleanup robots, which scare the fucking hell out of me. I don't like those. Yeah. And they put a mask on it and I didn't like it. <laughs> Does that mean it's breathing on me? I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to Google. Can you catch COVID from robot? Robot. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, the way science is going, I think we'll give robots COVID. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Just to see how it reacts. Clearly we got the disease. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, that's, you got to call it what it is. I, I just heard a story where Facebook was trying to create these bots and seeing like how they could communicate with each other. And like very quickly, they developed their own language that only they could understand. So Facebook had to just shut them down. They were like, no, this is dangerous. Yeah. No. I saw that one. That's too scary. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Boston, uh, what are they called? Boston mechanics, Boston, Dyna- Boston Me- dynamics, yes. dynamics. Have you seen I those robots? So. Yeah, yeah, like the, the dog like walking the dogs that you can't knock down. They kick it and it just kind of stumbles a little bit and regains its balance and keeps running. You're like, nope, this is nope. I don't know. This is not. I don't want this. I don't want this. The part that amazes me in those videos is that they kick it. It falls down, gets up again, and then they kick it again. Yeah. yeah like you, you feel confident enough to kick something that can keep coming? This and thing's also, gonna learn. It's gonna learn that it's kicking you. Treat the robots. That's why I thank my GPS when it lets me know I'm in a different state. If you ever cross a border with Google Maps, it goes like, "Welcome to Massachusetts" or "Welcome to New York," and I say thank you. So it kills me last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get to watch the whole downfall before it takes you. <laughs> I'll be the slave to the robot as long as it buys me ten more years in the hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Thank you, George." You're, you were oh always God. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the thank you. It's like that scene from Rick and Morty where they're just like, he's like, you were always good to be Morty. I will keep you as my pet. <laughs> like, I'll be a robot's pet. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I don't think I would have any problem with that. Because like, robots know how to do everything. They can feed and shower you. <laughs> like, yeah. 
it's you know will smith gave them bad rap and i robot all right i think like they were doing fine thanks a lot Will. <laughs> yeah yeah thanks a lot yeah not not isaac asimov in the book because the book is not good really the, the book made the read. rules that like all robot things follow since but like the book itself is just like eh, all right <laughs> mm. i gotta read more all right first i gotta learn and then i'll read more yeah wor- words are the building block you got to get those down first yeah <laughs> It's tough. Sometimes I get a couple, but you know. Yeah. What am I talking about? Uh, so space. If, space. <laughs> if you had, if you had the opportunity, would you go to space? Mike, you go. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really interested in space. If I'm being honest. No, no, I mean like you go instead of me because I don't want to go. <laughs> well, in, like in order to honor you, I, I yeah. go in your stead. Well, yes, so, please. Yeah. I, I apologize, Mike. I didn't realize I wasn't giving you an option. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I, I I would I would do us uh, I would I would take a sacrificial trip for the betterment of my fellow man if I had to. Um, mm. Though I will say I'm, I'm Mike. You're the only one of us that has a kid. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, you know, man, you got to think of the future. You know, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine if it's like for the well-being of my child, I will go to space. Right. Well, there was that lady that was gonna go to Mars and just leave behind her family. Does anyone remember that? Like maybe five, ten years ago, they were asking people to like sign up. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you'll never come home, so deal with that. And this lady with like a whole ass family was like, "Yeah, I'm going." <laughs> she was stoked. She yeah, went on she like Daily Show and was like, "You have kids?" And she was like, "Yep." <laughs> Don't want any part of that. But that planet is. Have you seen that planet? Talk about red. It's very <laughs> red. It's a good. It's a good planet. Beautiful. It's where they shoot yeah, I, the space lasers from. <laughs> I tried to paint my house red, and they made it blue. I'm going to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <on> Mars. Uh, how do we feel? We feel okay. Yeah. Yeah. You good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Mike. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, so guys. Much I really appreciate you both. Uh, I loved your show. Um, and- this is the first time I think we've had a fan on. This is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we even had Jack on, who's a listener. <laughs> yeah. But- he's a listener. He's not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> yeah. He just hate listens. Um, but yeah, I, I just, yeah, man. I, I, I love your show. I think it's great. I think, uh, contrary to fuck your feelings, I think that we should talk about our feelings a little bit more and express ourselves because it makes for a healthier person. And, uh, you know, don't be, you know, it, it helps in a way that you kind of don't become this sort of like thousand yard stare kind of person that just shoves it all down and buries the woes and, uh, and vices, you know, we got to talk about shit, man. If you're not talking about your feelings and learning about what your feelings are, how can you fuck them? Exactly. Right. <laughs> you have to, you know what? I say we change it. We don't say fuck your feelings. I say make love to your feelings. Make love to yeah. your feelings. A nice, a nice, gentle, equal partnership with your feelings. I feel like making love to dumbfounded may be a little, though. I don't know. Anyway, bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to rate, subscribe, and tell a friend about Feel Feelings with Danny and George. You can follow us over at Feel Feelings Pod and even leave us an audio message at anchor.fm backslash feel feelings. As always, if you ever feel some heavy emotions and feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, Don't hesitate to reach out to us or call the numbers we have in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.